The Provoke Podcast, brought to you by Provoke Media and produced by the international broadcast specialist, Marketeers. Welcome to the Provoke Media Podcast. I'm Megan Miller, Head of Content Partnerships at Provoke and the host of today's episode. Today, we'll discuss the unique considerations agencies face when going global. Not least of those considerations is the investment in opening an office at a time when many are reevaluating their approach to office culture altogether. So why now? What makes a global scale a success? To address these questions, I'll be speaking with Zoe Watson, Pretel's VP of Global Strategy based in Melbourne, Australia. Zoe, nice to have you here. Thanks, Megan. Thanks thanks for joining us on the uh, Provoke podcast today. Uh, You yourself have recently scaled um, an office. Can you tell us a little bit um, more about what your role at Provoke, or I'm sorry, at at Pretel is, and then we can kind of get into the big big move that you all just took. Yeah, of course. So here at Pretel, I am our vice president uh, of global strategy, head up our global sort of expansion strategy uh, broadly. And really what that means is sort of keeping an eye on the markets in the world that we want to move into, charting our you know path for growth into those markets, building those teams in the markets that we are moving into, and of course, figuring out how we can use that expansion to really elevate um, the work we do it, it, wherever we are, right? Whether it's, it's continuing to push how we operate in the U.S., uh, grow our business out of the US into new corners of the world, of course, and really uh, champion uh, who we are and what we do and the unique uh, offering that we bring to the table uh, in other parts of the world as well. Awesome. So um, previously you were based in New York and now uh, mm-hmm. Melbourne, Australia. Can you tell me a little bit about what um, kind of like what went into this decision to like, when did Praytel decide it's time for us to think about going big, scaling global as a mid-sized agency. Yeah, where did that conversation start? You know what's so funny? It actually started at an at a airport table in Mexico. And where it came from, this conversation around uh, global and expansion and us needing to be thinking about how to chart that sort of next step for us is, is Praytel's been this incredible rocket ship for growth in the US over the last eight years. And what that has meant is continuing to be invited into bigger rooms and partnering with bigger clients and who have big global ambitions. And increasingly we were getting that ask of what is our global capability? We we're seeing it in the RFPs and the, the pitch rooms we're being invited to. Our partners were asking us for those capabilities and, and recommendations and you know trusted hands in, in more places and the ability to take big ideas and big work and great work that we were doing and impact more of their markets as well. So. Um, we needed a solution to that. And that's really how the conversation started. It, it, it started with demand from our partners, both those that we were already working with, those that we wanted to work with. They were asking us for this and we really had to sit down and go, all right, okay, well, we've had this incredible growth trajectory in the US. Um, what's next and, and what's out there, both for our partners and for our people as well. And that was really sort of the impetus for us to start thinking about um, global and, and sort of in a way that's very true to Praytel, we certainly didn't sit down and, and plan out the next five or, or 10 years at once. But from there, we have taken it very bite by bite in terms of a market approach to how can we add, add a new, um, you know, uh, feather to our bow? Mm-hmm. How can we add a new market to uh, our team? How can we grow our team into new places? How can we attract incredible talent from around the world? And ultimately, how can we put um, what we think is really world-class thinking uh, onto a bigger stage. Yeah. What is it um, when you guys are thinking about scaling, like 
what, what are some of the offerings that differ by being in a physically different place, especially in this moment where remote work is, is kind of the norm or it's, or it's yeah. been very normalized. What value did moving to a new location, especially when in-person meetings still haven't really come back where, where was the like value prop or kind of the deciding factor with those considerations? I think it's again, like our global growth has been fueled by our partners and our people, but our offering has not changed. That offering is translated and influenced and sort of um, delivered on really differently in the markets that we move into because all of those markets are so culturally nuanced and we know, you know, more than ever creating cultural currency is, is what we do as an industry. Yeah. It's what we do really well at Pray Tell. That's different everywhere. Um, but our offering in terms of that earned first creative piece, um, that that spirit stays the same wherever we go. Um, and then we're just sort of translating that in, in the markets that we move into. And, and again, with the people and the partners that we do it with, because what's really important to us as we do move into markets is we have to have a reason to be there. Yeah. You can't grow global. You can't grow globally for global growth's sake. <laughs> we have to have a reason to be there, which means either we are bringing something new to the market. And I think in many cases that really quite unique earn first approach to creative um, has been that offering that's been really exciting as we've moved into new places like Australia and the UK. Um, but you also have to have a really deep respect for the market that you're moving into as well. And you have to appreciate that, you know, whether it's a creative hotspot, whether it is a really digitally advanced market, um, you know, what can we learn from that market as well that helps elevate our entire global offering too? Yeah. Um, and that's something that's really important to us as well. Where, um, when you first thought through about like where you, where you would take these offices, what sort of prioritization was it the existing campaigns that were sort of, or existing partners that were really informing where you would go next or, um, yeah, sorry, it looks like you have an answer. Well, uh, nodding furiously because yeah, it, it was really organic. Um, we never sat down and looked at a map and thought, where's the biggest, you know, opportunity by, you know, profit or volume or whatever it may be, we kind of, uh, you know, went hand in hand with our partners. And there's a really beautiful thing and our people too. Both of those two things have, have been really important in our growth and, and key to our growth and maintaining that spirit of the offering that is so pray tell yeah. that we talked about. Um, and uh, we never sat down and looked at a, a big map. It's never been about dots on the map to us. It really has been about growing organically. And there's something really beautiful about growing organically with your partners mm -hmm. because, they know what they're buying. They want to grow that with you. And there's something about that deep level of commitment and the, uh, you know, relationship that comes with acknowledging that together because, uh, you know, they're asking for your support to grow into a new market because they have shared growth ambitions as well. So being able to really get under the hood together and chart that course together, um, it has been our approach to moving into markets like the UK and then moving here, uh, down here, uh, down under into Australia as well. It's because it was the markets that our clients were asking us for. Um, it's the markets that our people were moving to. You know, you mentioned opening offices in the middle of a pandemic or, you know, when remote work yeah. has been such a shift for the industry overall. In actual fact, it's probably opened more opportunities for us because um, our global growth is, as well as a capability for our partners um, and, and building a platform for our partners who are really ambitious, you know, global brands that are moving into new, new markets or their market brands that are going global. They're ambitious, right? 
So being able to share those ambitions with them is a is a big part of our, our growth strategy. Um, but uh, completely lost my train of thought there. Sorry, Megan. Well, I can jump in because I, I, I have a question kind of off of that. And it's um, it's kind of a like chicken or egg question. Do you announce you want to make the move and the clients follow or is it like, I mean, to open an office is a very big commitment. So to know that the business is is guaranteed there, but also to know that that business is going to stick around long enough while you open the office is a, is a, a weird yeah, it's a little bit of both. Like we've been really fortunate that each market we have gone into, we have moved into um, with partners, but we have also, we haven't based that. We, yes, we've built around um, great partnerships. Yes, we've built around great people who have, um, like our people, our pre-tell people who have moved into different corners of the world. Um, but you, you never make that move unless you know there's something more to that seed yeah. beyond that partner alone, right? And, and that partner's asking for a reason. Um, that market is the next natural step for them for a reason. And we do see across like our, our client portfolio broadly, they do tend to marry up, right? So you're, yeah. you're taking an educated um, swing when you move into a new market. You can't put all of your eggs in one basket. There has to be more to it than that. And, and it goes back to what I was saying earlier as well. Like we have to know that we're bringing something unique to the market as well. We have to know that we have the ability to be the best emergent emerging agency in a new market it can't just be about dots on a map it can't just be about a satellite office because um if we're not the best emerging agency in the market why should our client work with us either mm -hmm. so um there are a couple of things that we thought about um as i said we we have never sat back and looked at a map and, and charted a course based on data or you know uh, an insight or what have you it's really come from those relationships with partners people but having said that, you know, we, we like to build around that and we've been fortunate to build around that. Having said that, we'd, re, re, we'd be remiss if we were not looking at what are those emerging markets that have really something exciting yeah. that we can learn from. And that's where I was talking about a real deep respect for the markets that we move into. You know, for example, down here in Australia, really, really integrated, creative, experimental market because we're at the size and scale where brands are willing to really take some risks and, and, yeah. and take some swings. And we can do that down here in Australia. And gosh, we learn so much that can then inform how we work and how we operate and the way we think about things in the States and, and the UK as well. Same to the UK, a real creative hotbed too. So, Are you, I'm, I'm really curious to think about like, what are the differentiators you know you can bring to a market versus um, sort of the assessment of like, is it a bit of adapting to the uh, environment or is it saying like, we have something really special here in North America. We know that that, that hasn't been brought somewhere before. And, and that becomes the thing that is your differentiator is that you have that North American route or, or are you really looking to evolve in that growth place? You have to evolve. You have to evolve. Yeah. No, you have to evolve. I mean, we'd be stagnant if we didn't. But I think what we are trying to do is take, we, we have this incredible luxury of the rocket ship of growth we've had in the last eight years in, in the States. That's our springboard. That is our like MVP product. And the spirit of that, as it pertains to that earn first offering, that true, true, true integration, that one PL, all of those things that are our pray tell DNA, that best place to work, 
that doesn't change, but you absolutely have to translate it for different markets. Because even, you know, being a best place to work in Australia, it's a completely different landscape to being a best place to work in the States. So what we're really fortunate um, both as a, a global team that is as agile and ambitious as pray tell, and as, you know, in terms of the local teams that we've been able to attract and the local talent that we've been able to attract is that we get the luxury to be architects and builders of what we want to see in our market that is refreshing and new, but it is also backed by this tried and true rocket ship that is pray tell. So it really is hand in hand. It is both. It is taking the spirit of, of who we are and what we do so well and leaning in on all those learnings, yeah. but then really translating it in a way that's right for the market. And that's why the talent that we attract, and we have taken a build a build mentality to the markets we've moved into because attracting that talent who is really excited about what they see from Praytel and can really see the role for it in their market and, um, and, and, and shape and mold it accordingly, that's what's really, really special to maintaining who we are as an agency and the way we do things as well. Fascinating. Um, I was just thinking about like, as you build your teams and, and you talk about being like an architect of your, of your team and, and why not, like, how, how do you scale a team? Like, are you also entertaining remote work? Are you thinking that that presence and that physical presence is what really is, is so successful and unique right now? Like, how are you, how do you shape a team in this moment? In this moment, um, you absolutely have to have boots on the ground in the market. And I think whilst um, remote work has opened up many more opportunities for us to be able to collaborate as a cohesive global unit, we we consider ourselves one team, one dream when it comes to Praytel Global. And we think that that is um, absolutely different in terms of how many other, um, you know, networked agencies and the like are, are, are modelled. Um, but, you know, as we were sort of talking about earlier, cultural relevance and creating cultural currency is what we do as an agency, yeah. as an industry. You have to have local insights to be able to do that. So the way that we're sort of thinking about it is the US and the incredible foundation we've built there, that is our springboard. That is our foundation. That is our sort of spiritual home, if you will. It, it's HQ. But what we are scaling into market is we don't intend to be the next biggest agency in every market that we move into. We want to be the next best agency in every market that we move into. And we've sort of taken a bit of a, I guess you could call it a hot shop mentality to then how we are growing. We are not sort of growing by by number, volume, you know, scale. We're growing by skill. And our real strategy as we move into a new market is making sure that we have the right players, the right chess pieces who can take world-class thinking, world-class tools, a really sophisticated and advanced approach from whatever market that might be coming from and shape and mould it for the local market that they're in and, and do so in the way that is both elevating the services and capabilities that then become available in that market. Um, but, uh, yeah, that, that sort of hot shop mentality, as I said, we don't intend to be the biggest everywhere we go. We definitely want to be the best. If we're not the best in market, we don't deserve for our partners to work with us and we won't attract the best people in the market. And we want all of those things yeah. because that what, that's what creates this beautiful symbiotic global relationship and, and one team, one dream that we, is really what we're shooting for because, you know, um, rising tides lift all boats and that's sort of the, the mentality that we have as a, as a global team and a, and a real collective unit. But to your point on remote work, um, yes, it's created more opportunities in terms of, you know, we've completely changed how we operate as an agency 
how we operate as an industry, that means that in a sense, it's been both easier and harder to move into <laughs> new markets, right? Because a whole team across the world is more used to work, connecting globally, um, connecting online, collaborating online, leveraging the amazing tools that we have these days to, you know, whether I'm working on a project from Australia and I hand that off to our team in LA before I go to bed, that ability in the in sort of the shift of how we've worked because of remote work over the last two years, I think it's accelerated the opportunity there, but it cannot discount yeah. boots on the ground. You you mentioned a lot of different times, you know, the rocket ship growth and the secret sauce of what it is to be Pretel and um, these things that make you unique in North America are also the same things that you are kind of through your, your North stars when you open these new offices, but what mm-hmm. sort of, you know, if you're having to evolve and you're having to adapt to a market, what are some of the ways that you are maintaining the checks and balances? Like how do you evaluate if you're staying true to pray tell in Melbourne, if you've, if you've evolved to what Melbourne needs in a market, it's your team and your talent. Yeah, yeah. 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 And it's the team and the talent because the team and the talent that we attract who are excited about those things that are different and unique and that secret source about pray tell, they're the lens, they're the lens for that, you know, DNA or, or those, you know, bedrock kind of pillars, which we talked about them earlier, you know, there's the earned first approach, there's the integrated approach, there's being a best place to work, people first, DEI, you know, that's, that's a lot of big topics to dive into, but all of them are very different at a market level. And it is the, um, it is the the challenge and the opportunity for our teams that we are growing and those little hotshots that we are growing in markets to be able to put their own spin on that and their own lens on that. The DEI conversation in America is completely different to the DEI conversation in the UK or Australia, but we all have so much that we can learn from each other. So where we have been able to really advance that conversation in one market, how can we take the best of that, the best of, of, of what we've achieved there and translate it in our own way. And that really does come down to team. And, you know, even when we think about best place to work, right, you know, policies, benefits, leave, all of those wonderful things. Again, the status quo is is different everywhere we go. And, and we're really aiming to be empowering our teams to build what they want to see in their market. Yeah. Um, because we, we have something special where we do attract quite, um, you know, entrepreneurial folks and, and what are best of both worlds scenario to be able to attract those entrepreneurial folks who want to build that something different and they get to do it with the backing and the muscle of an incredible agency behind them yeah I'm going to press you just a little bit more on like when we talk about what those you know benchmarks are but what are the the guardrails or the you know the mission statement that you the checks and balances that every decision is sort of weighed against to decide if it feels on brand for you especially in a market that maybe is different where those mission originated, right? So like mm-hmm. what, what was your mission statement in North America isn't written for Melbourne, but yet somehow as you evolve Praetel in Melbourne, you need to know that it's, it's keeping some of that DNA. And, and yes, there's like keepers and, you know, lenses, but what are the, what are those checks and balances that you kind of measure each decision against? Mm, mm. Well, I would say, you know, 
it's values. Like we have values, um, those values in terms of uh, intention and authenticity and all of those things we apply obviously to each of these um, conversations. It's very close collaboration with our sort of heartland, which is the States. We don't come into a new market and go off as a team and, and, and we're left on our own to go do whatever we want. It is very much a partnership between everybody. Um, but we've ultimately, we're, we're clear-eyed on what our goal is globally. Um, and that comes down to sort of three key things. We want to unlock a new pathway for ambitious uh, brands, people, ideas, right? So we want to make sure that we're delivering on that. And under that, there's a few key pillars in terms of we always want to be one team, one dream. Um, and to enable that, we have always implemented that sort of one PL approach, which is the spirit of, of pray, tell, tried and true. That is what helps us create the kind of connection and collaboration that makes sure that those two things are really closely connected in terms of the checks and balances yeah. that you're talking about. We're not going off script. Um, we want to use our global advantage to elevate work in, in market. Um, so when we think about that, that's experimenting and trialling that go-to-market um, model that we talked about where that, that kind of hotshot mentality and the people that we're bringing in the room to, to jump off that springboard that we have from the US. Um, culture exchange is also a thing that we're working on at Praytel. Again, it's, it's always a bit of a pilot, um, but that's sort of the, um, the insights and the IP and that all access path to, to, to our capability, to our service offering. Um, and again, that's a collective when you're one team, one it all starts to stack up. When you're one team, one dream, you operate under one PL, you can really invest as a full cohesive unit globally in things like culture exchange and what do we want to be passing around? What can we learn from each other? How do we make sure we're all on the same script? And ultimately, the final sort of piece I'll mention there is, you know, we talk about building a, a global platform for ambitious people, brands and ideas. And the final part of that is really bringing together um, different perspectives from around the world to elevate those ideas on a global stage. So whether it is through our work, whether it is through our agency values and promises, whether it is through the change we want to agitate in the industry, that then sort of has buckets that, that fall from that in terms of flexible working, being people first, DEI leadership. The buckets stay the same. Um, the spirit stays the same. We have the blueprint of what Praytel is because we've been able to build this um, this great blueprint out of, of the States. We can follow that growth. We have that sort of, um, you know, we can chart our own course, but we have the the map, if you will. Um, and staying true to that is, is really a collaborative team effort. And if we're delivering on all of those three things that we've set out as our global um, our mission, then we kind of are all on the same page. And that is the checks and balances. Yeah. And yeah. that's that kind of as far as the checks and balances <laughs> go for us, which is a wonderful thing. Our growth has always been really organic and our global growth is the same. And I think the big thing there is we're not trying to do everything all at once. We do not expect to step into Australia and be the leader on certain conversations that we are in the States. You have to earn that right. And you have to understand the unique landscape in which you're operating, but knowing the best of where we can get in the States can help inform our approach here. And it's a partnership. <laughs> it sounds like, okay, so we know what would be a success or how you'd measure the success of pray tell staying pray tell, right? That you've mm -hmm. done that well, but what is, what then becomes the metric or the sign of a successful scale for you? What, like, what is it that, to you, you would identify as, as the 
piece that says we did this right. This was worth the effort. It was a smart business decision. I mean, beyond the, you know, the business followed or whatever, how will you define yourself as a success in these new markets? Happy teams, happy clients, great work and growth. And, you know, uh, of course, they're the, they're, the, they're the basics. But right now, that is truly where we are at. We are moving into markets to um, to test and learn and make sure we have the right to be there. Um, as we do that, we are growing the kind of processes that allow us to collaborate differently at a, as a global unit, to do things differently and create a different offering to what already exists out there in terms of global um, models, test and learn new ways to work together. Um, share cultural, creative, you know, category insights that allow us to, to level up the work we do in all of those markets. Um, you know, it, it sounds sort of cliche, but that is the organic approach that we're taking right now. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's not built on our P&L. It really is our people and our partners. What opportunities are we creating for them that they didn't have before? Um, and sure, looking ahead, um, as we have, you know, grown into more markets, as we have sort of optimised that go-to-market approach and, and have um, those roadmaps similar to what we've been able to build in the US, right? What's the Australian version of that going to be? What's yeah. the UK version of that going to be? Then we can start to think about, okay, well, well what is that next beat in terms of that next opportunity uh, we can create for our people and our partners, whether it's moving into a, another market as a gateway because that's where it's a, a tech hub or a creative hotspot or a really yeah. digital market or what have you um or it's you know the cultural influence of a of a region or a market on the rest of the world so success right now for us is is very much learning and sharing um which is is really interesting i think because you know it's not hard numbers it's not you know something we have to hit it's it's something we have to grow into yeah last question for you and it's it's been the red thread through all of this is um if I can put you on the spot to kind of summarize maybe top two, top three learnings, what has been the greatest value or takeaway um, that has benefited, you know, the originating offices or, you know, like as a whole, what have you learned the most, the mm -hmm. greatest value? I mean, I think being able to make the strides we have on the global front have really, in terms of influencing our US business and, and where we've been there previously, really showing our teams that the sky is the limit. And if you want to push, there are so many places to push. There are so many places to grow. So I think that um, that entrepreneurial spirit and, and really that idea that we want to attract those kind of folks who want to push what we do and how we do it, where we do it and who we do it with. So I'd say that's really important. Um, just proving what's possible. I think the second is just the power of partners, right, and, and building a network of trusted friends and family around the world. Um, we couldn't grow our global capability if we didn't have the heart to partner with people um, and agencies and, and you know, uh, you know our, our sister agencies and the like in other markets around the world. Um, and there's so much goodness that comes from those partnerships too. You know, true partnerships and really transparent relationships breed great ideas. They help us develop new ways of working. They offer new learning opportunities for our team and our partners' teams. So, again, it's, it's um, the power of partnerships is, is really huge. You have to also be really smart about the kind of partners you're working with, right? You have to keep <laughs> each other honest. Uh, you have to keep each other honest. And I think that's part of, you know, the model. Yes, there's markets that Praytel is moving into, but there's always going to be that 
you know, market beyond or that next step or that add-on that maybe we don't have the boots on the ground. And I think that's where my final piece is probably um, transparency. And, you know, we talked about growing with partners earlier and, and being really real about the shared ambitions that you have to grow together because we've really excelled alongside partners who do have those shared ambitions, whether it is global brands moving into new markets and, and they have that trust with us and we want to see what we can do together, whether it is as we establish those footprints building around those partners, maybe it's market brands that are looking to go global. So I think being really real with them about the chart, the, the you know, the, the path we can chart together, mm -hmm. um, it, it, it takes away that scary sort of you know, tendency that sometimes we have to, to oversell or put dots on the map or something yeah. like that. That's never been our approach. We've always been really transparent about where we are, where we are not, what our capabilities are in all the places. You know, you, you don't, Rome wasn't built in the day. We don't walk into Australia and be able to, you know, hit it out of the park on some capabilities that we can in the States, but it's taking, you know, and sharing and learning again with, with what we can. But partners are a really big part of that. And I think, um, the the reality of, of where you are as an agency and and sharing that with others and, and taking folks along for the ride and them yeah. being able to get on the rocket ship with you is is a really big um a big one as well an excellent point to, to land on um or end on on our our journey as partners so thank you very much zoe watson for joining us today this is the provoke media podcast and we're signing off You've been listening to the Provoke podcast, brought to you by Provoke Media and produced by the international broadcast specialist, Marketeers.